It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. A question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alex. Bonjour, Simon. Um, Bonjour, Alex. Uh, What's going on with your girlfriend? Well, so she has a job that she used to love, but there's been a change of management, and now she hates it, and it's it's really put a strain on our relationship. Okay. Um, How long... Um, this change has, has, has been like how long ago? Over the last uh, since about November. Okay, so about a couple of months. Uh, yeah, describe now how should like is she moody with you? Is she um, you know you feel that she's 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 uh, unhappy and kind of pushing away from you? How how does the mood impacts the relationship? She's 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 moody with me. She's um, a little more short tempered than usual. I mean, she's not mean to me or anything like that, but also it's, it's, it affects all the other aspects of our life, too, where, where she's usually a very vibrant person. She just kind of wants to sit around and zone out, and she's in her phone, and, you know, uh, also, ooh-la-la has kind of uh, suffered a little bit. That hasn't mm-hmm. happened very much, so... I see, yeah. So, um, have you talked about this with her directly? I have, and it's so she's so unhappy that I'm, you know, I, I mean, the only thing I feel, feel like I could tell her on that side is, you know, what, I mean, why don't you look for another job? But the thing is, is that because she loved the job for as long as she did, in her head, she still loves the job, even though she clearly doesn't like the job anymore. I see. So uh, here's my advice. In that situation, um, the more you listen and the less you say, the better. It's important that she feels heard. Don't when she talks, don't interrupt her, because that's her way to feel a little better. And then slowly but surely, things will get better. You know, in, in life, you know, there's ups and downs in relationships. I've been there. Sometimes it's you, sometimes it's her or him, whoever you date. And then you have to be able to be there, rain or shine. So my advice to you is patience. And if you feel she's lost in herself, then advise her to go see a therapist, because that's what they're here for—to help us unknot the knot and find clarity. That makes sense. That is my advice. And by the way, one more thing. Cook her some good food, the, the food she likes, because a little pleasure always helps to bring back the flame of Ulala. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, Simon. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Alex. Thank you for calling, and good luck to you. Coming up, as Valentine's Day is coming, I have a question from Mia on Instagram, and I want to help her. So that question is coming up next. So I got this interesting uh, Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio from Mia who goes, Bonjour Simon, I'm single and Valentine's Day is coming up. That's true. And it just makes me feel so lonely. I know you're single too. Do you have any suggestions on how to not be so bummed out when everybody else is celebrating love? Yes, I do, Mia. So stay with me. My answer is coming up next. So, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up soon. Just a FYI, if you're in a relationship, married partnership, don't forget it. <laughs> that will not go well. But if you're like me or Mia, you're single, you don't have to worry about it because obviously there's nobody to celebrate it with. But uh, Mia, to your question about you feel lonely and what should you do when everybody else is celebrating love, listen, there's two things to do. A, treat yourself with a good meal at home. And then remember, you don't have to ask, you know, you just, you are the master of the universe. And remember that many, many millions who are celebrating Valentine's Day are having a very difficult time. And another side is having a good time, number one. So 
The second thing I suggest you do is go, you know, online because remember the Valentine's Day is one of the biggest night uh, for single people to go on a dating site. So you do that, a good meal, and then you got to use your sense of humor and say, thank God I'm not with this ex, this ex, this ex. And then you just, you just say, you know, be grateful for not being at, at a table in front of somebody you really dislike and you have to pretend because it's Valentine's Day. Free you are to find true love. You call the next. Bonjour, Jenny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jenny. So, um, what's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I could really use some advice. You know, with Valentine's Day around the corner, you know, times are different this year, and I, I'm trying to think of how to keep the romance alive. How can we celebrate? You know, not everywhere is open. Do you have any advice? So, indeed, this is a challenge. The advice I have, and I don't know if you or your partner, is, uh, is, is your partner a cook? Is, it, is he a good cook or are you a good cook? Who's He's a good cook in the team? incredible cook. Amazing Oh, he cook. is? Ooh. Well, yeah. I mean, I would, I would be festive at home. I mean, there's two things you can do. You can celebrate at home and then take a road trip with your car and go see something beautiful, a scenery, a sunset. You can do things that are safe, but the right thing to do is, is to indulge like you were, you know, in a restaurant. That's not a bad idea. You know, I just got some nice lights. I can hang up and make it yeah. kind of feel like we're in a little cafe. So that would That's be amazing. It. You know, I'm single right now, but I would do that. I would make my, my kitchen and my little dining room. I mean, they're all open space, but I would do it and maybe a little music and prepare the meal. And both of you have to agree on the menu. And you can even print the menu to remember because there will be once in a lifetime, hopefully pandemic, and we can celebrate Valentine's Day next year outside. But I would keep it and I would write each other a note on the menu that you can even print and keep for later or, or frame, okay? Oh, that's, you know what? I love that idea. I can put it in our scrapbook. Thank you so much. You are most welcome, Jenny. Good luck to you and have a good night. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to my voicemail because Annie's left me a message about a guy who did something on social media that she didn't really appreciate it. So her voicemail is next. You have a question about your relationship, you can always leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll play it on air. Just like for Annie's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Annie and I've been seeing this guy and he started following me on Twitter. So I thought, oh my God, he really you know, wants to hear my voice and let's take it to the next level so i um i spent the night at his place and i had a great time the next day he unfollows me on twitter and i'm like what did i do did he not like my body you know but he asked me out again but i don't know what i should do i i we just started dating so i can't ask him like why did you unfollow me on Twitter? So please, Simon, please, if you could give any advice. Annie, thank you for uh, your trust and for your question. What should you do? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So here's a question for you. What should you do if, uh, like Annie, you have met a guy, uh, you have spent the night with the guy, you have ooh-la-la with the guy, and you had a good time, the next day after all that wonderful night, Annie goes, he starts unfollowing her on Twitter. 
yet he asks her out again. Should she go? Should she say something? So here's my answer, Annie. You should ask him why. Don't be afraid at any time to ask questions. If you are anxious about a question, then the relationship starts to be, you know, uh, a little fake because you want to talk about something that is on your mind, on your heart, and you're not doing it. And I, I want to know why he did that. I don't know. But if he asks you out again, we know he likes you. So when you said, maybe he doesn't like my body, I guarantee you now, the fact that he asked you out again, he loves you and your body. No worry. Why he unfollowed you on Twitter? I don't know. Please ask him the question and never be afraid to ask a question. Just ask softly, be clear and direct. You call the next. Bonjour, Lacey. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lacey. What's going on with your boyfriend? What's the problem? So my boyfriend, he is always calling other girls love, sweetie, honey, um, oh. straight, like girls who he, he just, you know, like our waitress, you know, who go out to dinner. And it really makes me uncomfortable. And I don't know how, you know, to say something about it to him. Um, like may, if I'm overthinking this, if it is uh-huh. like appropriate or inappropriate. So, n- number one, exactly. So, whether it's a girlfriend of yours, whether it's a waitress, whether it's a whoever, how does that make you feel? Try to describe in your own words, how does that make you feel? I mean, it makes me uncomfortable that, you know, he's calling other, you know, he's using these very affectionate words with girls he doesn't really know, you know, like, I'm his girlfriend, I'm the one he loves, why is he calling someone else love too, you know, it just, it, almost like demeans my, you know, relationship with him. That's how I feel. Okay. Does he call you the same names or for you he has, has other, you know, nicknames or is that you also get the Han, the, the, the love and sweetheart and so on? Is that the same or you have a n- different name? I mean, we, we do have like little private nicknames that we call each other, you know, in, like when we're alone together. But, you know, he does call me like baby and sweetheart and love. So, yeah, he, sometimes he does. He's using some of the same words for other girls that he's using with me, too. If I were you, I would tell him how I feel. I would tell him. Right. I mean, I, you know, and if he thinks you're upset for nothing, tell him, you know, um, that's how I feel. So please respect my feelings and just call people by their first name. I mean, really, don't. I mean, you're not afraid of him, are you? I'm not afraid of him. You know, I just don't want him to to be offended. Like, if I, I'm I'm taking away a part of who he is, you know, if that's just something that he's always been, you know, that he just embraces well, as himself, you know, part of his personality. Then you compromise and you say, "Listen, Han is cool," because everybody says that. I mean, especially I, I hear that all the time. I don't hear sweetheart and love anywhere, so I would take that away. So tell him, listen, you can use Han, and, but it's much cooler if you use them by you know, first name, miss, or this or that. It just makes me feel better and makes the, you know, the words sound more precious when you tell me the same words. Okay. Lacey, thank you so much for calling and have a good night. You too, Simon. You know what's interesting? How much should we respect each other when we're in a relationship? Let's talk about that next. It's essential. So it's very interesting because my last call, Lacey, was talking about the fact that her um, boyfriend calls other girls or you know, waitresses or whoever, Han, my love, sweetheart. And then she said, you know, I feel like it's not really appropriate. And I've told him that makes her uncomfortable. He didn't get it. Um, I told him that you have to make a compromise. He can, I, I think Han is fine, but I, 
I don't agree with calling, you know, the waitress love, for instance, or the girls love. No. Because we have to show respect to our partner. And we all have different things that makes, you know, us, you know, upset, happy, joyful, angry, and so on. And so when you always wonder what is the right line of the compromise or what is the right line, is you have to say, does this make my partner feel good, frustrated, happy, or sad? And that's how you know what to do, using those four questions, happy, upset, angry, or sad. And about this, let me share a personal story coming up next, just about this, this exact point. So personal story about, you know, how we learn the, the limits of each other, and, and the limits are, in my opinion, the, the, the respect to each other. So when I was younger, I didn't know any of this. And if I was the guy calling somebody, which I didn't do, but let's say sweetheart or just, I would have, I would have not listened to my girlfriend. And, and, and I remember that a girlfriend was a vegetarian and I uh, didn't realize it was that important. So when I reserved restaurants, I was the jerk who kind of forgot those things, thinking it doesn't matter, she'll eat a salad or something. But that was a sign of no respect, really, and I've learned, and this girl left me. I never forgot that. You know, just you've got to show respect. No respect, no love. Don't say I love you and don't respect your partner. There is no love without respect. There is no relationships without respect. There is no family. There's, just, there's nothing. Respect is like trust, the two things you need to show love to somebody. So I'm big on respect. Big, big on respect and courtesy. You call the next. If you want to share a romantic story with me, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Hope. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Hope. So, uh, I understand you have a romantic story to say about the way you met your husband. Please explain. <laughs> Who would have thought bar hopping would turn into a love story? But here we go. Um, I was, um, I was uh, going to a bar in college with a girlfriend, and it was a very busy night at this sports bar. And you know how it gets crazy. There was nowhere to yep. sit. And this super cute guy was like, hey, you need a seat? And he actually got up out of his bar seat and gave me his seat. And I thought, whoa, like, chivalry's not dead. It was really kind of random. And we, you know, we chatted a little bit, had some chemistry, and then he ended up having to leave to go meet some friends. And um, we ended up leaving. We didn't exchange numbers. I was a little bummed. And so my girlfriends and I went to the next bar, and it just so happened we were at the same bar he went to, so I kind of looked like a stalker, but it wasn't I wasn't stalking him. <laughs> and once again, there was nowhere to sit. And he said, hey, let's try this again. And he gave me his seat. And um, then he gave me wow. his heart. And then 10 years later, we're still married. Listen, this, this, this is a very good story. And it's going to give hope to a lot of people after pandemic that if you <laughs> go out, somebody, you know, does what he just did, something <laughs> like this can happen. You know, the, the, I love and thank you for sharing. The, the lesson of this really is you never know, right? You, you, you're here with your girlfriend, you're going out, you have no idea that right time at the right place will lead you to get married. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's so fun. I love that story. The power of the universe. Thank you so much for sharing, Hope, and have a good Thank night. God, yes. Thank you, Simon. Hey, listen, question for you. When you are in a relationship, should you talk to your partner about what you post on social media or not? Let's talk about that next. When you are in a relationship, should you talk to your partner about what you post on social media or not? Interesting question. I've been asked this question. 
And I wanted to ask you this question this time. Post on my social media at Ronnie Radio. 91% of you voted no. Interesting. 91% of you voted no. When you are in a relationship, you should not talk to your partner about what you post on social media. 91% of you. Massive vote there. Only 9% of you said yes. Yeah, I'm kind of more, when you would you marry together, it'd be good to talk about social media because that leads to a lot of mistakes if you listen to my show. So I'm more about talk about it. But listen, thank you so much for voting. Thank you for spending the evening with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.